That was Andrea bending down to pick up a gin. Over my stomach. She's an older lady. Yeah. Hello. And she never farts or poops. Oh, that's why my stomach's so bloated. This is definitely things that you asked for. You did. That's what you tuned in for, really. Mm. Talk about Andrea's bowel movements. That's this what this is about. the unsolicited crime podcast. Unsolicited bowel movement podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where I tell Ben, unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited crime stories that he doesn't <laughs> ask for. I think we should just do a bowel movement podcast just, at one point. Just one, week, just just like, one about shit. 11.15, Andrea farted. Mm. 2012. <laughs> like Sheldon when he and has a And then the notebook. next one's like, 11.15. 2015. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, this is... BTW. Ben's... <coughs> bedtime... Story. That was a cough. Uh-huh. Gentlemen? That was a fart. Are you ready for your bedtime story? Born ready. <laughs> we are doing a cult this week i love cult i don't love cults but i love learning about them because they're fucking weird and this planet is just full of them but i'm not as weird as these guys um have you ever heard of the children of god we're all children of god oh we need to maybe see other people (laughs) this this is not a time for you to tell me that you are I'm not part of a cult, okay, but right. doesn't doesn't God say that everybody's a child of God? Created in his own image. Yeah, that's what the Christians do. You know? Well, we're doing a Christian cult sect this week. And there is many people's stories that I could tell you from this, but this is just purely focusing on one person's experience through this cult. There is many there's a really good netflix for those who haven't seen it documentary called children of god i think it is and that's about a woman and her daughters and their life during the cult so check that out if you haven't it's very good um yeah so this is about a man called david berg he was born in 1919 and in 1968 he founded the children of god Um, He was a Baptist minister, and he was also known as King David, Mo, Moses David, Father, David, Dad, or Grandpa, because who doesn't want 20 different names? And... Does he write them all on a sticker when he goes to a party? I hope he did. (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) So... How many actual different names was there? Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, do you think he's got like, you know, like Ross in Friends when he's at the party? Dr. Geller. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, just Dr. a Geller shirt. Friends. He's like, got, like a shirt David, full of stickers. David, David, Mo, Mo. Grandpa, <laughs> Dad, Bob, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Scott. Tom. Stop. He Wayne. <laughs> he preached. <What? laughs> are you done? 
the, the bit that gets me is the fact that one of his names was Moses David, and he is like the absolute poster boy for uh, like the Western white image of what Moses looked like in their kids' Bible stories. It's an old man, balding spot, white sort of hair, and a, a, a white beard. Like, that's the kind of guy we're going for. Um, religious people love beards, don't they? Like, big they beards. Okay, so he... There's a lot we need to get into here. He preached about the second coming of Jesus, which I know a lot of them do, and the law of love. The law of love? Yes. Sounds like a dodgy chat fine. Okay, so... <laughs> you have not seen nothing yet ben i'm i'm it's so gross but i'm so excited to show you this so it was they were a missionary group yeah cult what missionary okay yeah but you know what a mission church is don't you go out and yeah save the world that's the one like that's it yeah so they also named themselves the family and i think at their at the height of when they were fairly big they had about fifteen thousand members so by the 1980s, they had communes across the globe. Communes. It, communes. What did I say? Communes. Communes. Commun- oh, communities. Both are fine, I guess. But okay. I, I think communes is the right way. Look, I write the stories. You sound them out for me. Okay, right. Yeah. So he marries um, a lady called Jane Miller, who also, her other name was Mother Eve. She sounds like she used to have a handbag range. You're thinking of Jane Norman. But yeah. Um, yeah, she, she was known as Mother Eve and they were married from 1944 to 1970. Um, at some point there was an overlap because he took many wives and in 1970 he married... Oh, you want more than one. That's rude. He uh, married... More than one. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> In 1970... Surely one wife should be enough. I don't know. I maybe could do another one to help with putting away washing. What? Like, look, to do all the jobs that I don't finish. She doesn't need to fulfil you in any way, but she could, like, pick up the slack where so I... So you're telling me that I can get another wife? If she's going to do the washing and cleaning around here, then yeah. And no, I don't mean cleaning up on you. Right. If <laughs> she's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so... In 1970, he married... Let's talk about this right now. No, 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 no. Stop sidetracking. <laughs> That's what I do. Not if you notice, if you listen to any of these episodes, that is what I do. That is your purpose. Yeah, sidetrack. Mm-hmm. You done? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll find out. So, he marries his second wife, Karen Zerby. She's an important person. We need to remember her. And... Zerby. Yeah, it's a weird name. So David tells people to practice free love. And this Free meant... love on the free love freeway. Yeah. Which meant swapping wives. I know what free love means. Do you? No. Okay. Not so, and they take this from the part in the Bible, I think it's Genesis eleven twenty eight. could be wrong, which is the very famous phrase, be fruitful and multiply. You've heard of that, haven't you? The fourth multiplier I've heard. Oh, okay. So, yeah. They had a lot of 
uh, I'm going to call it propaganda. There was comics and books and stuff that came out. And I'm going to show you the... Yeah, I'm going to show you the first one and see your reaction. There. (laughs) (laughs) Are you willing to be nailed? Yep. God's lamb, your lamb. And the girl has a nail in her foofy. Oh my... Oh... Oh, oh, Lord, Lord, oh there's Lord, fire. there's a fire. Um, yeah, so this is the kind of shit they were putting out. I would call that propaganda. They do that. They do that no, stuff. no, 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 no. They didn't put nails in between their fannies. They put dicks. Dick. My dick. dick. They, yeah. So, mm. get that dick. That's it. So they were very open about sex and swapping partners. And it was not uncommon for children to be in the same room when parents were swapping. They would see everything going on. It was normal. It's not unusual to be fucked by anyone. Literally. <laughs> so there's uh, there's um, people that have said, like, you know, oh, my dad was in one room with this woman. And then I went in the other room and I turned around and there's my mum with the guy's husband. Like, it was just... just... That shit's haunting as a child. I remember <laughs> seeing, I remember seeing my holding hands. With another man when I was at a family party, and that was fucking that still sticks with me a little bit. Yeah, so for the full on shagging, um, bless him. My mum remembers being taken out by one of her parents and somebody, one of their side pieces, and they were buying dolls' house furniture. And she says she didn't get what was going on, but she was like, You shouldn't be buying me dolls' house furniture, and it was because one of her parents was like having an affair. I'd be stoked. Yeah. So if they tip me out and they're like, "Here's a free football and some new football boots." Yeah, I'd be stoked. Mm. Here's, a, here's the latest Liverpool kit. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So because this was a worldwide cult, um, David wasn't actually near a lot of the people in this cult because he was obviously only in one of the uh, the communities. So they would video all of them like in bed together they're really cringy these videos they're awful um and they would send him like messages of love they'd all be like naked in bed and be like we love you so much and like blowing him kisses and stuff and they would send these videos to him that he would do with i don't know so Personal spanker banker. Oh, yeah, there we go. So, uh, they were a missionary group, so their <laughs> idea was... <laughs> I love the fact that it's a sex cult, so they're a missionary group. What about the doggy groups? <laughs> oh, God. So... What about the reverse cowgirl groups? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's factions in this. <laughs> like the Different branches. The missionary groups and the doggy groups and the reverse cowgirl groups all meet up for a fight at the community centre. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they wanted to bring in more people because... Of course they did. They did. So they wanted to convert people. Exactly. At least you need... At the bare minimum, you need even numbers. Yeah. (laughs) So they came up with something called... Bondage. Flirty fishing. What? Uh, Yeah, literally. And it was where mainly women would go to bars and they would make themselves readily available for people to hook up with them. Right. And uh, that idea was to lead people to Jesus, and they would then have new recruits to join the cult. They even had a flirty fishing handbook where they were actually referred to as God's whores, and they were proud of this. 
Um, oh, that is wonderful. There was, and I forgot to get a picture of this, but there was the pictures of in all these flirty fishing like adverts are of really beautiful like naked women that are like mermaids and they're luring men in, and it's it's meant to seem really sort of I, I don't know like attractive I guess, and they were sort of told like look we, we you either go out flirty fishing and get more members or you're out so they did. Um, I, I, I question why, but that's what they did. So Karen, um, David's wife, she was in Tenerife at one point and she hooked 18 men and she did it. So she's like a top salesperson. Literally gold star to her. And she did it 137 times. What? Hook people or? <laughs> Hook just... those 18 people. What? She Banged 18 or 137 times. 137 between 18 men? I don't know. It's just what I found out. What's the average? Divide that. I'm not going to do the maths now. Someone do do the maths. maths. Okay, I'll continue. So, um, and obviously with all of this sexual stuff going on, um, they're going to end up with new little members, aren't they? Little pattering feet of new members. So she ended up getting pregnant by a local waiter. 7.6. So about seven times each. So I she don't... banged about eight times each by 18 different men. I mean, I'm she surprised is, she kept she count. She swell. To just <laughs> swell. So she ends up getting knocked up by this so local waiter. she's committed to the cause. Absolutely. She's a dedicated member. What was her name? Karen Zerby. She has a baby that she calls Rick. And Rick is the guy's story we will be sort of focusing on. So... Oh. David chooses Rick as his heir for the cult. And he, like, not officially, but adopts Rick as their new messiah. And he brings out um, a book where he documents Rick's life. And this is where it's going to get dark. So David's cult starts pushing the sexual boundaries. And um, there's a comic image similar to the one I've just showed you with two naked kids and one of them saying, is sex a sin? And this was their whole idea of getting like a new generation of disciples by focusing on the kids. Being nonsense, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, as David frowned upon the traditional family upbringing for children, um, he had many like wives and they all helped raise... Um, the kids so rick was raised by many of his women and there was also somebody else's baby called davida and they grew up together him and this little girl and they obviously weren't blood related but they look at themselves as siblings because that's how they were raised so rick and davida were expected to be intimate because one day they were going to be married and they would be like the new leaders of the children of god and they would be the new founding couple um there's what could be perceived as a really innocent photo of just two of them standing by the bathtub where they've got nothing on but the caption reads bath time buddies and there is um she also davida goes into this book where he's like documenting rick's life they both also shared david berg's bed um when davida is five she has an unofficial sort of ceremony and is given a ring where she marries David. 
Um, Davida, would you say? Davida. I feel like that's because she's named What's after him. Name? It must be. It's awful, yeah. Um, she says, however, she looked forward to the evenings where she spent with David because that's the only time they're allowed to watch TV. Like, the cult was very strict about what they could and could not do. It was like Bible really? study you and sex. You can't be watching TV if you... No. You can't be... Like banging if you're watching TV, can you? So no, like concentrate on what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So concentrate on the willies and the, the mm. bumholes. And the bumholes. Um, she said they that yeah they would watch Scooby Doo and they were given chocolate, and this is where she was abused by David. She's like it was everything but penetration. It was all a bit gross. Oh, grim. At five. At five. Dirty bastard. And when when rick is this young he is told to have intercourse with other women at five so they are indoctrinating the kids into this practice to be completely normal and i mean to anyone else this again would seem like quite an innocent image like i know i've got pictures it's going to embarrass them in the future but when our kids were younger and they used to share a bath and i have a picture of them two giving each other a little kiss and it's like a really cute photo. Like you wouldn't. There's it's no it's sweet. In these There's no. You know, it's perfectly fine to have pictures of your kids like that, but your it's own kids, yeah. It's the things they say about it. So there's a photo of some children just giving each other like a little kiss, a little peck, and the caption is a threesome at three exclamation mark. Um, it's just really, really grim the way they portray it. Um, there's also a photo of a woman touching a little boy in bed and the caption was, well, they told us to go to bed. Um, and a lot of these women's faces, a lot of, I think, to because they obviously knew they would have been in trouble, a lot of the faces in these photos are covered with, like, an artist's drawing of a face, so you can't actually tell who the adults in these photos are because they must have known it was wrong. So um, here's another picture I'm going to show you. It is, this is a picture of David, Ben, the little girl dream. And he is in bed with two, what can only be described as prepubescent. Mm, I don't know if it described the girl on the right as prepubescent. I mean, she got some knockers, but. She got some full chest on and like, she looks in like her 40s, but the other one, okay. yeah, genuinely you looks are, like a natural child. You are, um really hoping that if you think I'm going to lie in my 40s but okay. like, like Demi Moore street. that's what she looks like um, that's enough of the photos that's the only other one I'm going to show because they're gross job for you. oh yes let's do that okay. um, so yeah they're, they're fully indoctrinating their kids into this so it was it was common for women in the cult to have sex with young boys and they not only facilitated this abuse, but they would actually give up their children to other members. So they weren't only just enabling this, but they were active participants in the abuse, which is grim. Um, and yeah, sex and religion is like all these kids know. It's just sex, Bible study, and that's it. So um, all these photos of Davida and Rick um, are sort of put into like a handbook which is to tell others how to raise kids. Um, In the 80s, David actually goes into hiding. It becomes his whereabouts are not really known apart from really like his inner circle because the Interpol are suspecting him of pimping. 
<laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And women are literally having sex with children at his command. Yeah. But he obviously needs some loving still. So he starts telling women worldwide to send him strip videos. These are women that he never meets. And my God, they are the cringiest thing in the world. They're like women wearing a little... Wait, you've got videos of this? You can see, like, honestly, you can find them online. There's, I'll have to show you later. They're really funny. It's, it sounds really bad, but they are funny. And there's, like, videos where they've got almost, like, just a sheet of material wrapped around their waist that's, like, literally covering nothing. And they're kind of seductively, like, dancing around with a lot of circle of people around them. And they're, like, doing weird shit and... It, it's fucking weird so they send these videos to him because I, they do and uh, not only do the adult women do this but the young girls are told to do this as well and they are really difficult to watch they're like yes. not nice yeah no and these kids were told they were dancing for god so they just did it because they were told that's what was expected of them um Davida actually remembers one point where she says that like all of her and her family were in bed together and she was having to perform on David. Rick, who is 12 at this point, is having full sex with his mum. His own mum? His own mum, his birth mum. What? Yeah. Um, The family, however, deny this. But I fully believe them. So um, David also gets supposed prophecies of ghosts of people that have passed and he supposedly gets possessed by them and will burst out in tongues like many weird baptist people do and then would say to people like that was amazing sex you just had with that ghost look there's no such fucking thing as tongues it's a made-up bullshit thing all these baptist churches that do this shit is have you ever seen these videos people that just just go mad yeah the ones that like I've I've seen one where there's a woman playing an African woman she claims she got raped by the devil. Mm. Yeah. They're like, get the devil, get the devil semen out of you. Uh, yeah, it's totally out of your true. mouth, and she's like, <coughs> yeah, but nothing at all at any given point comes out of her mouth. It's total fucking bullshit, and I don't believe Apart it. Maybe a little bit of dribble. Yeah. So, at the age of nineteen, Rick goes to a commune. Commune, yeah. Commune. In Hungary. And that's where he meets Elixir. And they get on really well, him and this woman, and they end up falling in love. And she is... It's it's absolutely heartbreaking watching her in interviews because she so loved him. She really did. Yeah, she loved Rick. And he said that she just said to him, like, do you know how to play cards? And she said, no. And he goes, well, I'll teach you. Come on, let's play cards. And they must have played till, like, three in the morning. They were just inseparable. And they're really sweet. Um, in 1986, that's when the cult decides, let's actually have a ban on having sex with children. Whether they did or not, I don't know, but there we go. Um, and David at this point is predicting the apocalypse. Like he's done this quite a few times. He predicted that a comet was going to wipe out the earth in 1974. Didn't happen. Um, in 1989, he said California was going to fall into the ocean. Didn't happen. Um, He also predicted the second coming of Jesus in 1993. It didn't happen. In 1994, he died at the age of 75. So he... He used to have a good life of banging bitches, basically. (laughs) Being wrong and banging... (laughs) Being wrong and banging Warrens. Yeah. Um, 
Rick, however, doesn't want to be the leader of this cult. Although he's been raised like this, he doesn't like it. He feels in his heart it's wrong. He is not invested in being this leader. And he has a... He's got a heart. Yeah. He has a lot of anger towards his mum, Karen. A lot. A lot of anger and resentment. And in 2000, Rick and Alexia, they leave Portugal and they go to Dakota in America because they know some ex-members who live there. They manage to get a cheap apartment and they have a new life. They've escaped the cult. That sounds a lot like Kane wife. They might have done, but do you know what? If they had, at least it was consensual. So, good for them. And and that's what they say. They had, like, no education, because they didn't go to school. Barely no money, but they had... They were free. And it's such a shame, because Rick is still angry at this point. He still is absolutely plagued by what's happened. And they get married, and they get a job, and the ex-cult members that they know in America start to pressure them to stand up to the abusers. And they're like, look, you need to do something because you'll be believed because of who you are. Because he was literally, like, first in line to become the new leader of this cult, so people would listen to him. And he knows that... He's really sad about this because he knows that there are still kids out there that are getting abused, and he wants to do something about it. So... By this point, obviously, David's died and Karen has taken over the children of God as their leader. They're still swapping wives and partners and stuff. She even names her house the House of the Open Pussy. Yeah. Um, Because that's how you get close to God. And um, Rick is still struggling. So the summer of 2004, Rick is 29 years old and he has a plan. He leaves his wife Alexia and moves to Arizona and he rents a room there he practices martial arts and he joins a gun club and he is insistent that he needs to he needs to challenge his mum face to face about the abuse that he suffered for years however because Karen is the new leader of Children of God her whereabouts are kept very secret He manages to find out that Karen has had contacts with her parents who are in a retirement retirement home in Tucson, Arizona. So that's where he's gone there. Um, He gets in contact with his aunt, Rosemary, who completely shuns this cult. Like She knows they're bad news. And she says any anger that he had, he had a right to it. He had no mother. And his uncle's like, I'm so glad that he got out and he didn't fall onto, like, drugs or anything. Like, he got out of that cult when he had a chance for a new life. Um, but he's he's telling them, he's like, I don't think I can go on. Like, I'm just completely, like, overtaken by everything. And he's just so angry and he's so hurt still. And he just doesn't know how to cope with it. So, four months later, Rick sets up a video camera and he records himself. Oh, shit, I've lost my page. Okay. Um, and he says things like, it's quite a long video, and he says things like, the goal is to bring down these fuckers. My mum, what a sick cunt. How could you do that to kids? He's so sweet, and I really feel for him in this video, because you can tell how much he cares. And he's definitely got a good heart. He says, I can only imagine what my sister went through. She has nightmares about being dragged out of bed to have sex with Berg, goddammit. Like, he's really fucking pissed off. And he says, it's a need for revenge, for justice. 
at one point he holds up some duct tape and he holds up a drill and he says, I'm not trained in torture methods, but I've got a drill here. And he's wrapped the drill in duct tape so that it's quieter. It like keeps the sound of the whirring quiet. Seems weird, but go on. Mm-hmm. He's also got things like a soldering iron and a knife and just a shit ton of things. And he goes, I'm not trained to do this. Oh, look at her twitching in her sleep. Um, he says, I'm not trained to do this. Fuck, I don't want to do this. Can you guess what he's going to do? He's going to start his own torture belt. That's how Hostel started. No, it's not. Like, oh, I was tortured. I was in a cult. Let's start a torture cult. If only. So... I'm not trained to do this, but you might be. <laughs> um, January the 9th, 2005. Police are called to Blythe, California. There is a car at the side of the road. Um, there's the body of a man in there who's shot himself. It's Rick. And oh. they... Yeah. And they find the keys um, in his car. Well, that's sad. I know, it's awful. Um, they find uh, like a key fob for the Holiday Inn, which is literally under a mile away. So they go there we to try and... We married at a Holiday Inn. We did. It's a very different Holiday Inn in America, but <laughs> it's like a little motel room, I think. So they go back to the Holiday Inn room that he's rented to see if there's clues. And they can tell that he's been resting there. He's not, like, got under the covers. He's just probably laid on the bed and he's, yeah, been there for a little while. They go back to Rick's apartment in Tucson and that's where they find the body of a woman um, on the floor. Her throat has been slashed and she's been stabbed five times. I think it's Tucson. But Tucson. Really it's bad. spelt Tuscan. Yeah. I would have said Tuscan. I Tucson. From my brief... <clears throat> experience of american sports it's tucson but i thought I you'd know that from like basketball i could be wrong well there's no like tucson team. tucson sounds right from what i heard i had to look i had to put in tucson as in like t-w-o-s-o-n and then i found the name of the place yeah i think it's tucson tucson proceed okay so woman any idea what's your gut thought what do you mean the woman that's been stabbed had a throat slash. Oh, it's Davida. No, that's his sister. Um, this is the body of a woman called Angela Smith. She was one of the women who, and I've put this in like, uh, um, fucking thingies, raised him. Because I don't know if you could call it raised when you're abusing them. And they think the idea was that on his what's basically a suicide video with him saying about what this cult did to him, because it's it's quite a long video, he obviously planned to torture Angela and find out where his mum was to confront her. Whether he was going to kill his mum or not, I fucking hope so. But that's not explained because he didn't find her. I don't think Angela was going to say. And then killed him. Yeah, and then, I, think, I think the end plan was always to kill himself. The man lacked ambition. Um, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> he could have killed her first and then killed himself. 
maybe yeah, I get the feeling well. Angela wouldn't say where his mum was. I think she knew that he was at breaking point. However, she had defensive wounds on her, but there was no proof that he'd tortured her. He just killed her. Um, and there's no evidence to say that he did find his mum. So that didn't happen. So after Angela was dead, after he killed her, he actually drove down the road and called Elixia, his estranged wife. And she says that the hardest bit was when she was dying. She didn't get what she'd done wrong. These people don't get it. They just don't think they're in the wrong. So there's a part where um, Davida is being interviewed and they say, it's pretty extraordinary wanting to kill your mother, isn't it? And you can, you can fucking feel it just from watching her. She's like, when your mother fucks you as a child and instead of being your mother and loving you, that might make you want to. It really does fuck your head up. And I'm like, fair play. Because, yeah, that's weird. That's like the worst thing you could do. Like, Yeah, it's the single worst thing about anybody in humanity. Like, paedophilia is wrong regardless but to be fucking raped by your own mum your own child your own parent your own ugh yeah it's just the worst like the the one person you're supposed to be able to turn to in the world is your parents and if you can't turn to them I imagine the two the two worst ways in life to die are drowning and being set on fire oh yeah fire ooh and they deserve to be set on fire and then drowned Mm -hmm. people do that like it's fucking just hideous. It's disgusting. Like, why? It's times like this where I struggle with people's obsession with true crime because it's I... so bad that you just threw up in your mouth a little bit, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fucking gross. It's it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that unfortunately is the end of Rick's story and it's awful seeing Alexa because she's in tears when she's talking about this she really did love him and it's such a shame that he didn't get the support that he needed then because I feel like had he have had the support he would have he would have absolutely like he'd fucking escaped um however and this might shock you Karen Elva Zerby is the current leader of the rebranded the Family International this cult is still going to this day and Karen is 74 years old. This cult is still going. Mind you, most cults have a, have a past of some... Most religions have a, a dubious past at best, don't they? Like it's. But this is the same people, the same group of people, and the same leader. I don't fully believe... Is it the same group of people? Well, it's the same Karen, and she's the leader. I do not believe that you could just be molesting children for years and then stop. I think that's still going on. Christian faith for it, isn't it? It's absolutely... Catholic church, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, They have a network of anywhere between 80 and 90 countries around the world, and they have about 10K members at this point. Um, Another point to make out is there's also quite a few famous members of the Children of God previously. Rose McGowan was raised in the Children of God. The one from Charmed. One with the red hair. Narrow down. Charmed, the three witches. Rose McGowan. She's been known for like coming out recently about the Me Too movement. Probably because she was raising the children of God. 
No? Okay. Let me give you Okay. Um, uh, another family. Huh? I did watch that, so. Yeah. Um, River Phoenix, you might not know him because. The name rings a bell. Is yeah. that the guy who played Johnny Cash in the film about himself? No, no, you're thinking of Wahine Felix. Um, Wahine Phoenix is River Phoenix's siblings. So, River, Summer, Liberty, Rain, and Wahine Felix were all raised um, in the Children of God at one point. And River was in the absolute masterpiece that was Stand By Me, which you've not seen. That's a King film. Um, and River also committed suicide years ago. Um, there has been at least 30 members of the Children of God that have committed suicide. Not saying that that is definitely why they've committed suicide, but I'm going to be betting on that that's probably a big reason of why, because they've been brought up through that. Um, I know that Wahim Felix says that his parents left when he was three, so he's not actually got any recollections of the cult, but his parents got out when they knew something was wrong. So I would be betting to think that maybe if River was an older sibling, maybe there was something going on there. Um, and that is one of the members. There's so many out there. What's the first name you gave me? Rose McGowan. M-C-G-O-N... Oh, sorry, W-A-M. You'd recognise me when you saw her. She's the pretty one from Charm with the pretty lips and long hair. I think she shaved her head though now. I think she's like... Pretty yeah, badass. Out. Yeah. Pretty cool looking. She doesn't look cool. Okay. That's really She looks better in, in like longer hair. Oh yeah, no. But I feel like yeah, okay, whatever. Um so yeah, that is one of the stories Whoa. of one of the members. Rose McGowan apologizes to Asia Argento for sexual assault comments. Look, this is not my story. This is my story. Shh, do your own podcast. <laughs> Fucking well. Okay. Um, but that it that is one of the members' stories from the Children of God cult, of which there is many. And all you have to do is type in flirty fishing on Google Images and see the horrific images that they used to put in. They okay, so they literally used to actually um depict I literally googled the word flirt and it came up with flirty fishing straight away. Yeah, it's it's a it's like quite a well known thing. There's pictures of... Flirty vision is a form of evangelistic religious prostitution mm. practised by female members of the cult of Children of God, currently known as Family International. Yeah, they're still going. There's pictures of David, um, like, anthropomorphised, if that's the right word, as, like, a, a lion holding baby Rick. It's really weird. I think anthropomorphising is, like, the opposite. It's like, you know how we, we talk about... Evie, and we talk about her having like human feelings like jealousy and stuff like that. I think that's what anthropomorphizing means, but so it's like depict okay, it was like depicting David as like an animal, and I guess King they of the Jungle the would be lion, thing, I guess. yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's horrific. The the fucking comic strips that they used to, and I call it propaganda because that's what it is. I, I honestly think it is, it's it's horrific the stuff that they used to put out. Um, what they do today, who only knows? But it's still going. Disgusting. It is literally disgusting, isn't it? Um, I mean, there's many members that have got out, 
and that are talking about it and they complete i think they say something like we admit that maybe there might have been some molestation issues in the past but we deny that we encourage us and it's like mate you fucked your own kids so child molestation accusations yeah like i d- uh... yeah it's really bad and no word but i've got a brand new bag of toys <laughs> it's really sad because like but otherwise <laughs> he's like sitting there and he's like i've got this gun i've got this knife i've got all this and he's got like some 41 playing in the background and he's like how the fuck can you do this to kids and you can tell he's like so at the end of his tether he's like it's this is for fucking justice i'm gonna go and get her and do you know what the amount of people in the comments that are like and i fully agree with them that like i don't endorse violence but absolutely for people that are going to fuck their own kids and i think they can die it is a sh- i honestly think it's a shame i don't think child molesters have a place in this world no i really don't think they do they shouldn't kill i understand that there is a small percentage uh, another story right. but so- there's a percentage of paedophiles that, that are admit not they, on yeah, urges. they're not acting, but they, they know that it's wrong. It. I can, it, yeah. Like every mental condition, mm-hmm. it is an illness and it needs to be treated responsibly. Yeah, absolutely. They need people around them that can deal with their condition, and paedophilia is no different. Yeah, it's a mental fucking switch that's switched off. Mm-hmm. But but those are just acting act on, on it. Yeah, nah, fuck that. Set them on fire. And they don't... Throw them in the fucking landfill. They don't think anything's wrong with it. And set them off fire. Yeah. And then drown them. Mm. I'm sorry. I mean, Whilst things like burning. things like the flirty fishing and that are kind of funny, but the kids stuff's just not, not really light-hearted enough. I'm no, you said it was going to be funny. It's not particularly the, funny. The flirty fishing bit's kind of funny. I feel like hooking for Jesus. The nail is a funny, quite funny. <laughs> Do you it's want awful. to get nailed? It's just gross. It's fucking gross. It really is. I d- mm. Well, mm? there's your bedtime. Mm. Mm-mm. Not for you. Mm-mm. No. No. It's a no from me. So I, can, I was right to leave you with the children. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, that is this week's story. There you go. Um, maybe at some point I'll do River Phoenix because I was getting into looking at his and he, he knew all kinds of people like Johnny Depp and Red Hot Chili Peppers and all sorts He was his story looked quite interesting um, although I guess that's a sad one but... should I do an FX one at some point? absolutely, I feel like you should I'm going to try and find out more about that story yeah about the go for it the murder that happened in that book I think you should we'll switch it up yeah yeah um. Anyone else know some weird facts about Children right. of God? Tell I'm me. I'm a little bit drunk, by the way. I need a wee. Oh, I need a wee. I'm, oh, I'm gonna. You, you, mm. you, you can fine. stop that. Go and watch our Netflix documentary. It's really sad. The women don't that... watch Mm-mm. the thing about the Cecil Hotel. Oh, it was that shit. Is dull as fuck. We didn't. I'm purposely not doing that story because I knew that Netflix documentary was coming out and. Do you know Jeez, what? That could have been an interesting story, but they in about an hour, they didn't need to drag it. out with four episodes. Honestly, it was too long. Like four episodes tell you something you could tell you in ten, fifteen minutes. It's fucking. Here's a YouTube. Do video. you think? Here's what happened. Here's what the thing happened. Here's what happened. Do you think it was an accident? Do you think she just had a bipolar episode? Um. Right. Here's the thing. Uh huh. Most likely, yes. Uh-huh. Because. Like the the. 
police department. So yeah, I don't think you could do that and not leave any prints on the body. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it's not like it's not improbable that she was just having like a proper manic episode and some stuff was happening. Yeah, it's not improbable that maybe she could have been forced at gunpoint. Uh huh. You know? But I just ah oh, I don't know. Um, like I don't. I, I'll leave you with this little snippet. I've read her autopsy report. She was bleeding in the bum. So we'll just leave that there. I don't know if that's a post-mortem problem that occurs or whether that is a sexual abuse thing or what. But um, that's all I'm saying. If you want the autopsy report, let me know. I'll message you. Um, If you don't, that's fine. Not everyone likes to read autopsy reports like I do. I know Ben's going to probably... So that's yeah, a no from him. I don't want to read autopsy reports. <laughs> I'm okay. I, I've seen a dead body. Uh, and I don't care for it. Nope. At all. Nope. nope. You nope. know. Nope. I like nope. a bit of true crime. Like to Do hear you? Murder. Are you liking it now? Yeah, because... It's interesting. You, you know, it makes you think of me. I like this. I like oh. us. I like us speaking and... and I get to save my stories for the weekend rather than just blurting out now. I'm like, so excited about it. I've got to tell you this. I do, but you don't need to know that. I don't want to see all the top reports. That's like no private family matters. That's why I kept some of the photos off because I needs to be shared with people who like you don't know who Lisa Lam is. I don't need to know if a bumhole's been bleeding. I don't just Mm. that's. You know, that's between the police and God. Like, Look, we found out that what goes God. on between God and you can be very widely... No, but actual God. Like, act, if there is a God, uh, right, mm-hmm. and he stands for what he's supposed to stand for, he's not really going to approve the oh. children of God, is he? Random Bible fact of the week. Did you see my Facebook story the other day? No. Did you know that before 19... Right, 1946... The word homosexual was converted, yeah, from paedophile in the Bible. Well, so that when was some bloke saying it on TikTok, no, that is not proof. I looked this up. It's something to do with the fact that it was translated from German because you know the Bible's been interpreted and translated so many times, and obviously sometimes there's not always a word that fits for a translation, so things get lost in translation. When they trans translated it from German, it originally said. When a man lies with, um, a man should not lie with a young male like he does another partner. So the actual phrase was, you shouldn't be a paedophile. And they changed this in 1946 to fit their homophobic agenda. They changed this. And also, what are priests known for doing? Nonsense. Hmm. So why would they have maybe wanted to have changed that? So fuck off there from Johnson. Exactly. You're going down for nonsense. So, You're yeah. Exactly. So, just so we're clear then, mm-hmm. if you're a Christian... You should be anti-pedo, not anti-gay. But... They are pro-pedo, anti-gay. They're okay for a bit of other. Well, yeah. I'm going to go bumping Christian. Do it. Go for it. That is all for this week. In our... I don't think I should say anything more. I don't think you should. That's it. End on that. It's beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. 
So if any Christian wants fun. Look, if you're a Christian, this is probably not a podcast for you because I'm very anti organised religion. So bye bye now. I might wet myself soon. I'm gonna wet myself too. Let's wrap it up. Let's go for a wee. We've got two bathrooms, we're not gonna like join wee. Cross swords. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for a wee. I'll see you in three. We'll see you in a few days. I'm in a week. <laughs> I'm off for two. I'm off Having a poo. poo. I'm off for a poo. Be back in two. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We appreciate all ten of you. <laughs> you ten are the ten. You are people. the the epitome. Yeah. The pinnacle. The pinnacle Those of. Fine. There we go. Those we'll go for them. We love you, and we'll see you next week. So fuck off, Adam Johnson. <laughs> you go in town for nothing. I'm gonna wait. Right. Okay. You're Bye. A